stuff episode 47 um it's really late at night really early in the morning (laughs) that's the that's the name of the episode and uh yeah (laughs) we're um we're gonna do kind of a short one today we we were we apologize for being off for a week uh groove had massive amounts of school i think it's almost been three weeks has it been? No, it hasn't. Dude, I, really. I went to the conference. The set, oh, the, we haven't the third week of April. Yeah, I went to the conference the third week of April, and it is now the middle of the second, first or second week of May. Well, we've uh, we've, we've really dropped the ball. <laughs> we have uh, we've stopped. Um, you know what the fuck, Miss? Did you just send me? Um, the last episode we posted was on the 30th. Oh, snap. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, well. it's almost been two weeks. Okay, so we're not quite that bad off as we thought. Fuck y'all. Um, we got, to so just to reintroduce ourselves, I'm J-Ho, Groove is here. And the lovely, just one miss. And miss is on the wheels of steel. Miss, how do you perceive yourself with regards to IOLTOS. Do you consider yourself to be a full uh, co-host now, or do you consider yourself, do you prefer to see yourself as a um, producer uh, in charge of content, web content, or do you see yourself as like a lucky fan who just <laughs> who, That's who, arrogant. who is blessed with the opportunity to uh, sit in do a bunch of show. work for yeah, us for free. Sit in on yeah. the show and, and take notes. And do way more work than we do. <laughs> well, um, I would I would lean towards the last two more so than the first one. Okay. Um, because, I mean, it's not like you guys rely on me to, you know, like record and stuff. But, um, you know, I, I like to listen, listen in and, and be here when you guys are recording. But, you know, it's cool. I mean, I've been a fan for a long time so the whole year <laughs> so, that's true the yeah, whole year it's, yeah you're kind of a live studio audience for us definitely <laughs> i would say that because sometimes i want to laugh really loud and i'm like no i don't want to be obnoxious and it it hurts it like physically hurts to try to not laugh i don't know if you guys have ever had to do that but like you want to wow. laugh really bad but 
I know that yeah. I've 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 had to do that before, but I'm pretty sure I've never caused that kind of feeling before. Not intentionally. I'm pretty sure you've never actually been able to hold it back either. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've never been successful in holding That's it back. Sure. I'm never good at that. Uh, well. Well, I mean, I kind of mastered it being at work and listening to the show and wanting yeah. to laugh incredibly loud. But, I mean, now I have to do it when we're recording, and that's even harder. That's yeah, what she practice. Oh, look <laughs> you. Zing. Um, that's the kind of jokes you can expect from us tonight, folks. Jokes, yeah, try to hold back your laughter on that <laughs> it's one. It's 2 a.m. I've written, <laughs> I've written 60 pages in two weeks. I may as well be writing stuff that's going to wind up making me money. But like this is this is not gonna make me money. Yeah, it's uh, man, people keep blowing me up. People keep trying to sell me Viagra on Skype. Stop it, man. All right, yeah, two a.m. I'm I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, but so here we go. All right. Well, we got um, number one fan this week is um is going to be all the people that, that missed us. The three of you that noticed that we hadn't published a new episode, uh, thank you for noticing. Uh, you continue to be the, the strongest three listeners that show up uh, in our statistics page. Uh, yeah. I, wow. I, 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 no, you know, the, the funny thing is I got an email this week from, uh, you know, from our, our podcast host or whatever, they gave us our stats. Our numbers have gone up since we have stopped recording over the past few <laughs> weeks. Which is, you know, maybe you, you, you lower, in, you know, supply and that demand increases, you know? Yeah. Maybe people say, oh, they took a break this week. Maybe I can try to catch up. Or not. Yeah. You know, or not. And uh, number one hater this week is all the people that complained that we didn't have a show up last week. So, same three. Same three <laughs> yeah. Which Babito's dad did say that he just listened to potential clusterfuck and that yeah. it reached its potential. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. It's a, that's witty for 140 characters. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, so let's roll into the show. Yeah, woo! Um, what do we got? Uh, what you got to talk about, Groove? I, you know, I just assume let's answer these questions that we got for ourselves and see where that goes. Okay, so our, I've got boatloads of hype, and I've also okay. got several things as far as what I've been listening to. Well, that's that's exciting. It is I, at the moment. I'm not necessarily like. I've I've gone through such a roller coaster uh, over the past few days of like de hype into hype this evening that like now right. I'm coming down off of it and I'm crashing. Yeah. I'm gonna sleep so well this evening, this morning that like. So, let's start out by saying what we've been listening to. All right, go for it. I got uh, three CDs. Well, I got a follow up on. Um, Potential clusterfuck, the one-year anniversary show. Yeah, and this is a story. This is just typical me. I am, I am my mother's son. Okay, because I, I believe I've told this story on the podcast before that my mom 
one Christmas, my sister wanted um, Tina Turner, a Tina Turner CD. Yeah. And my mom got her Tanya Tucker. Yeah. And then the next year, my my sister wanted a Mariah Carey CD, and my mom bought her the Cars because the cover of the CD, even though it was blurry and it was a picture of a woman's blurry face in a car window, she bought that thinking that it was Mariah Carey because it looked like Mariah Carey. In the- <laughs> okay. So <laughs> you've I- told me this before. I still do not believe that somebody just picked up. <laughs> Didn't even look, just like, that looks like Mariah Well, Curry. if you think about it, in, in alphabetical order, C-A-R. Yeah. So, you know, I guess she thought, just she just she just looked at the picture and was like, oh, C-A-R. But it still Car, said the cars yeah. on it. Yeah. You know? But so my mom did that. So, you know, we're talking to people on the, um, on the phone-in episode where people didn't call us. We called other people, which is brilliant. Um, but Mitchell was talking about Dr. Dog and how he liked it, yada, yada, yada. So I go out to the CD store the next day and I'm like, I'm gonna check out this Dr. Dog CD. I'm gonna get it. Um, you know, I was picking up a, a two other CDs and I, yeah. I figured I'd go ahead and get it. So I go and I buy the Dr. Dog CD and I put it in the car and I start listening to it. And I say, Oh, hold the boat. Cause the first CD, my boy burned for me. Yeah, I go out and buy the very same CD. Oh, it was so disappointing! I was so excited to hear something new. Uh, it's it, not not disappointing for Doctor Dog though, because they actually made money on you. Yeah, they made about you know thirty five cents on it, so that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I bought, I bought the original Doctor Dog CD, so that's not new. But I have been listening to it a little bit more. Uh, I also got the Citizen Cope Rainwater LP that I intended on buying and um it's better than i thought it would be which is good um so if you like you know um citizen cope and you don't have the new cd yet then i would recommend it um and then um this goes into my my trip down to the conference i'm not going to tell a bunch of stories about the conference because it's too far removed and they're not funny to me anymore so i'm not going to tell them but um I will just say that, yeah, I told you that, you know, hype was still out because I got put in charge of all the travel and I got put in charge of moderating one of the panel discussions. Yeah. And that was about as bad a train wreck as you could have imagined it being. (laughs) Because not only did I get put in charge of moderating one of the panels, but I got put in charge of moderating, like, the panel with the president of the conference presenting a paper, like all of the, like the four of the like more, you know, popular or like, you know, quote unquote famous or tenured professors that were presenting some really thick presentations. And I, um, you know, I just, I did horrible. I really, I just did horrible. That's all. I was so nervous. It was obvious to everyone in the room that I was, there was about 50 (laughs) people in the room. And like all week long, people had been, the people that had moderated would like stand up in front of the microphone and say, next up is, you know, so-and-so who is such-and-such from Washa and they are presenting such-and-such, and they have 20 minutes to present uh, and 10 minutes for question and answer after their presentation. And I just yeah. stood up 
not even I wasn't even sitting at the table at the front of the room. I was sitting at one of the round tables in the audience, and I just stood up and was like, "Next up, we have," and I'll let him present his paper. <laughs> and uh, the guy, the guy actually, the guy told me that if I showed him the card that said he had five minutes left and two minutes left and his time was up, that he would slap me. He said, he said, if you show that to me, I'm going to slap you. And all I had to say to him was, sorry, buddy, rules is rules. And I still showed him the time cards. And, and at the end, he said, I'm going to go into my question and answer time with my presentation, which was fine because he presented something so obscure. That nobody like, wanted to ask nobody, him. Yeah, nobody wanted to ask him any questions. And, and this, this guy had been, um, you're going to have to bleep out his name, by the way. Once we, when you go back and oh, I shit. You to do that, I'm sorry. Great, yeah. that's all right. Fuck. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he, because I'm about to say that he turned into an asshole. <laughs> the week he was, the, he would show up late to people's presentations, and then when it was yeah. question and answer time. The people would ask the presenter a question, and then he would raise his hand as if he had a question, and then try to answer the question himself. So he wouldn't yeah. even have sat he, – he did it on one of my two presentations where he wasn't there for the presentation. Somebody had asked us a question. He raised his hand and said, well, I, I've actually got the answer for that question. It was like, bro, we're sitting right here. We just presented. You know, yeah. Let us answer the question that was directed to us Can't. on our presentation, which you were not a part of. So anyways – Can't take that motherfucker anywhere, can you? <laughs> so the conference was in Oxford, Mississippi. Which yeah. I did not. I don't know much. I'm, by the way, I'm sure you didn't do as bad as you thought you did. Well, it, right, sure. Um, but I did have most of the people that I had gone, gone to the conference with. Um, they were sitting in the back of the room, sending me text messages and and audibly laughing at me in the back of the room. But oh, that's we, nice. Here, yeah, it was real nice. It was good. Um, but so it was in Oxford. I didn't know much about Oxford before I went down there. I just assumed since it's in Mississippi, there's really not much I need to do to, like, I, I don't really have a driving force of, like, I really need to learn about Mississippi, you know? Yeah. Um, but the town is all right. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. for it, it is what it is. You know, it's a Mississippi town in the middle of town square. So the downtown is a square. And the, inside the square is like the town hall. And then there's like storefronts on the road that is a square surrounding the town hall. Yeah. Which is a cool setup. Okay, and most of the storefronts are, are like really cool bookstores or um, restaurants that are not franchises or like bars that have music, live music, a lot of blues, a lot of country, uh, like alt country, and um, and the town actually has like a legitimate music scene, which is what yeah. I'm getting to. The problem with it is that right in front of the town hall is this huge second-place trophy of this Confederate soldier standing there, and, like, the, the engraving on the stone says, like, in memorial for those who fought in a just and holy war or some shit like that. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty big, and it's really phallic. It's just like a huge cock straight yeah. up in front of the town hall that is calling the, the Civil War a just war. You know, like, whoa. Um, but you know, congratulations on second place. So the um, 
So we go to this pizza place on one of the nights that we're there, and it's pretty late, and it was open, and um, I figure I'm in the town. I may as well try to talk to a local or two, you know? Like, I'm not – I kind of take on – like, my dad used to do that all the time. When we go on trips with him, he would want to talk to, you know, whoever owned the store that we were shopping in, that kind of stuff. He was just very gregarious like that. And so yeah. I figure we're standing there. There's only one guy working behind the counter at this pizza place. He seems pretty comfortable. Seems like a cool dude. You know, and and the thing about the restaurants there is like every single restaurant has all these posters for different concerts. You know how you you know like the Oatmeal Conspiracy has a poster for their concert every time they have a little concert around town. Well, yeah. every every restaurant that we sat in had these posters because every restaurant that feeds people in this town has a stage in it for music, mm-hmm. and they have live music in like every restaurant we went to, and this was no different. So there were all these concert bills and this kind of stuff. And um so I see one of the one of the posters that looks like the guy that's working behind the counter. And it's set up like a heavyweight fight. Like it's got him in a fighting position with another guy in a fighting position, yada yada yada. I'm like I was like, hey, who's this? You know, and he's like, uh yeah, that's me. Yeah. So we get to talking and um and it turns out that he's in this band called the Kudzu Kings. Or the Kudzu Kings aren't necessarily still going on, but he was in the band. And he's, he, I mean, as he's making the pizza, all the people that I went with, there was like five people, they went on to the table and they started, they, 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 they were talking, whatever, whatever. But I stood at the counter and just chit-chatted with this guy for like 20 minutes. And he was telling me about, you know, the music scene and the history of the Kudzu Kings and like one of the, like the keyboardists for widespread or some shit like that was playing in the band at one point, all this kind of stuff, a real kind of like incestuous relationship of all these various, um, you know, either rock and roll or, 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 or jam bands, you know, these guys all played with each other in various bands. So that sounded bad, but anyways, this guy's name's Tate Moore and he gave me, he was like, oh, well, hold on one second. I got something for you. He gave me a Kudzu King CD. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm like, well, what do you have? You know, he had a TV on playing sports or something. I was like, why don't you just put on some music? Let's listen to music, you know, because there was nobody else in the restaurant except us. And so he put on the music. We all liked it a lot. And so he starts playing some other music. Yeah, long story short, at the end of the meal, he gives me his solo CD, too, which is called um, Punk Poet. Yeah. And so I go home with both of these CDs and I listen through the Kudzu King CD and it's it's pretty good. Um I can see why you know like it's it's good music. It's not necessarily up my alley but this Punk Poet solo album which you can find online if you just google Tate Moore or whatever. Yeah. Um but it's like it's good, man. He's got um it's 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 that alt country sound that I've like really kind of liked these days, you know. It's five years old. It came out in 05. And it's like it's, tagged as country or country rock. But it's not obnoxious country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I've been listening to that, too, which surprisingly, because I thought, okay, this guy gives a random stranger a CD. On the one hand, you could say, well, that kind of lowers the value of that CD. But on the other end, this is somebody that came in from out of town. 
interested in yeah. learning about the town, whatever, whatever. And he's like, yeah, we got a music scene here. Here's some of the music from the town. It happened to be him. He was, he was totally modest about it, you know? And, um, yeah. the, um, shit, there was something else I was going to say about it, but you know, so whatever. So, and the pizza was good too. He, it's his, it's his spot. That was the other thing I was going to say. This dude goes from Ohio to go to school at Ole Miss in 94 and never leaves the town because he mm-hmm. loves, you know, playing music, that kind of stuff. And he winds up two years ago buying this pizza place right there downtown. And so he like, totally runs the place and, like, you know, plays his music. It's pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> and then the last thing, this has already gone on too long. I've talked way too long. But um, the new Band of yeah. Horses album is coming out on May 18th. Yeah, and my buddy Charlie downloaded it somewhere illegally on the internet and hooked me up with a copy of it, and I have been listening to I've listened to it probably fifteen times, and I'm yeah. on May eighteenth. I'm gonna go out and buy it, even though yeah. I already have a copy of it. Um, a because you know I like to, I want to support the band. I've I've bought all their CDs, so like I'm gonna do it again because it's the right thing to do. But it is a good CD too, so. A lot of good music been coming my way lately, and um, so that's why I talked for 30 minutes about the music. What have you been listening to? Whoa. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to this band that I think has been around for a long time. You've probably already heard of it, and everybody else in the world. It's called The Bad Plus. No, I haven't heard of them. Uh, I've heard the name before, mm-hmm. but... Um, I, I hadn't really listened to them until I, I discovered I actually had one of their songs um, on my in my iTunes on a compilation. Yeah, and they're like a they're it's a three piece band and it's a jazz band. Um, it like kind of like improvisational jazz, which definitely doesn't sound like my sort of thing. That sounds redundant, though. What is jazz if it's not improvisational? Right, but they're they're real like. Yeah, but they're, you know, I don't know. I don't know the differences between jazz and stuff. So Okay. Um, that doesn't but, sound up your alley. I'll give you that. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're like, they sort of go off the off the beaten path with it, you know? Yeah. And, like, their thing is they do these covers of, like, songs you wouldn't think a jazz band would cover. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know. They do, like, Pink Floyd songs and... Um, pop songs and they do the chariots of fire theme yeah and the um classic and theme. Like blondie's songs and um the song that i first listened to was they, they cover karma police by the by radiohead yeah wait a second who's the pianist what's his name i don't know okay no it's not the same guy you're thinking of okay that's a different guy okay um there is a guy who does piano covers of radiohead but, but the bad well, plus no, my boy Charlie was just talking to me about a pianist who also has a trio, and they cover various different songs. They covered Black Hole Sun lately, and they but they did one or two Radiohead covers. It may be the same guy. It's not the guy that you just mentioned that you thought was the guy I was thinking about. Excuse me. Okay. Pardon me for interrupting. All right. But um, the so they do these songs and like you, you recognize bits of it. They do like a um, Everybody Rules the World by um. Tears for Fears too. Yeah, and they just kind of like, you know, like eight minute versions of these songs, and they just kind of like slow boil, and they 
have the motifs from the song, like the hooks from the song, kind of keep going around and around, and and eventually it builds and builds and builds, and it hits a point where it just like feels like the fucking wheels are gonna fall off the song, you know? Yeah. Like it's just like spiraling out of control, and you're like, oh, this is starting to sound bad, and then they bring it back in, and it's like the most hype thing in the world because they just like bring it back down to earth and like finish out the song really strong, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just kind of. They're kind. It's kind of good chill out music. Some well, of it has. They have like a lyricist for some of it, and some of it's just instrumental. Um. The um. You may. I think. You, I think you would probably like it better than my. Yeah, I think you would like it better than I like it actually. But I like it a lot. I like that music that builds on tension and release. Yeah. That's funny so. that you like. Okay. The Bad Plus. I've been listening. They have like three or four albums. I've got them all. So. Really? You really yeah. you went on a uh, spree with that? Yeah. Nice. What's the hype? Um, I've been watching the NBA on TNT. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, it really is. We've talked about it way too much on this show, but that that studio show they do with Kenny the Jet. <laughs> Smith and Ernie and uh, and Charles Barkley is just the best sports show. It is the, the best trio in in sports. They just have such a good time they, that you feel like you're just talking about it with friends or something, it, watching it, them. You know, like yeah, and it's clear that they're having fun and they're totally relaxed and like they obviously have a great producer that just kind of lets them do uh, kind of what they want to do. Yeah. I mean, you can't have. I mean, how you, you you can't really rein in Charles Barkley too well, no matter how hard you try. So you may as well let him walk the line, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's cool. Steve Nash's face. God, man. I texted you because I was watching that game and you weren't, and and I texted you Steve Nash's face, and your response was Steve Nash's haircut. Which made it obvious that you weren't watching it. So, yeah. so you, then you turn it on, and 15 minutes later, I get a text that says Steve Nash's face. Yeah, Steve Nash got elbowed in the face. Miss, did you see this? No. Steve Nash, who plays for the the Suns, the Phoenix Suns, got elbowed in the face by Tim Duncan, who's this giant dude on the uh, Spurs, and hey. it. Yeah, it basically like his eye just fell off. Basically. He doesn't have a left eye anymore, and it swole shut. And he um he came back in in the fourth quarter and like with six they, like, yeah, was shooting threes with you know one eye, which obviously it messes up which your depth the, perception. The thing about Steve Nash though is that his eyeballs are bigger than his eyelids. You know, it's like they're always popping out. It's like he's always got a surprised look on his face. Yeah, he's like bug eyed. So Steve Nash with one eyeball is is still superior to me with two. <laughs> right, <laughs> but his eye was so freakish looking; it was so open, <laughs> it, was, so it, wide. It, it made the fact that his eyes are always buggish even worse. It like it, it made you focus on the fact that one it it looked like the other eye was about to pop out, but you didn't realize that that's the way his eyes always are until the other one's swollen shut with six stitches in it. It was ridiculous. Was, Props to that guy, though. I couldn't. I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you know, Paul Pierce would be on his way to, you know, the Cleveland Clinic. Yeah. Did he, he play? Yeah, he went in in the third quarter into the locker room, got six stitches in his eye. 
came back out in the fourth quarter and turned the heat on. That and for those people who say that you know professional sports, specifically the NBA, doesn't have heart, just review review that 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 game. You know, not yeah. only that. How can what? How can anybody say that? that they don't That's have an intensive yeah. sport. Who well, says that? Uh. Wait a minute, who says that? Delaney, the, the Delaney's? What? The Grays? Oh, uh, because it's not college. Sports. Right, because they say get college has heart. Well, people show heart in college because they're trying to get to the real game. Now, yeah, saying well, that the, people... the regular season's long, and maybe Steve Nash, well, Steve Nash is an outlier because Steve Nash would have come back in even if it was like the 16th game of the season. You know, yeah, it, that, and maybe some other guys would have sat out during the regular season that would have come back during the playoffs. But NBA playoffs basketball, every single game has heart, period. Yeah, and people are dealing like it's your legacy on the line, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys have been playing for a long time. Steve Nash had never gotten a ring, so, you know, and he's and he, he always gets beaten by the Spurs. Yeah. And, you know, he, he wanted this one. So, How about them coming out as low sons? Yeah, I thought it was pretty hype uh, in in protest of the Arizona um, laws, the Arizona immigration law. Yeah, they wore their low Suns jerseys. Well, what, and what and, are your thoughts on? Um, I don't know if you guys heard today that uh, the LA County has officially voted to boycott Arizona. And, yeah, I saw that tweet. What does that mean? I'm I'm assuming it means um, doing any business with Arizona and right. any, you know, small goods or anything. I'm like, what are we getting from Arizona? But um, I haven't seen anything on how this is going to impact the playoffs because we're supposed to play with the sun. So, oh, shit. Are, are, yeah. are they not going to let our Lakers go there? Or, you know, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I doubt it. I, I imagine that's more ceremonial than actually going to be enforced, you know? That's what my guess would be, you know? Well, well um, if there was a referendum... In actual... If what, miss? I, my dad said something about they pulled the, um, like, Super Bowl or something from them because of this. Yeah, well, Arizona, there was some... Oh, because of the... Uh, they didn't honor the MLK holiday, uh, Martin Luther King Day. Um, the... NFL years ago said you're not having the Super Bowl. We're taking it. We're taking it somewhere else. And when you uh, when you when you honor Martin Luther King Day, then we'll we'll let you have the Super Bowl. And that's what happened. So oh. yeah, they, they did do that. But I haven't heard anything. I'm looking at ESPN and stuff. I haven't seen anything about that affecting the um, the Lakers Sun series. But that's an interesting question. Because you know, with them supporting, with you know, the NBA saying, okay, go ahead and wear those jerseys. And I guess whoever they wanted to play at the time wanted to do the same thing. but they Yeah, the Spurs wanted to do it too, but they couldn't get their jerseys in time. So I wonder what, I mean, what is the NBA going to say if they're like, well, we don't want to send the Lakers there? I don't know. I guess they'll play somewhere else or something, but I mean, that kind of like, it's kind of unfair to the Suns, because the Suns are making a stand against it there on their own, you know? Well, would lose their home advantage. It's it's unfair to the Suns, but it's unfair to those fans too. Because surely, out of fifty thousand fans, that 
not a hundred percent of them either support or against the law. You know, I mean, like not all the fans are for this law. I'm sure. Well, I mean, if you look, like we just played the Dodgers just played the Diamondbacks, and yeah. I mean, granted, the Diamondbacks don't have high attendance records as it is. They were pretty low for this series, yeah. and it's not unusual for Dodger fans to drive to Arizona to watch these series because it's not that far away. And, I mean, there were a lot of Dodger fans there, but not as many as usual. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that has something to do with it. I mean, I wouldn't want to go drive to Arizona and need to show papers, you know, if I was looking suspicious, but. Right. Well, that's not. Know, I, 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 mean, know, I know the it, differences of the law, but, you know, I, I'm just wondering how that's going to, if that's going to make a difference. Yeah. You know, if that's going to affect their their ticket sales. And, yeah, it's not fair to their, you know, their fans, but how far do you take your stance? You gonna, you're well, you got to low stuns on your jerseys, but are you going to go, you know, how far are you going to take it? Well, they, you know, just by doing that, they alienated a lot of people. Like, there were a lot of fans that were boycotting the game because they did that. But I give props to the owner. He said... Not only are we doing this, you know, it was Cinco de Mayo, so he could have easily have like explained it away by saying it was Cinco de Mayo, but he said it's not just because of Cinco de Mayo, it's because this law is bullshit, you know, and I think that that's like, I'm going to give props to him for like standing up and doing that, having guts, you know, like right, a lot, a lot of, a lot of teams wouldn't do that. And I think that's awesome, but how far are they going to take it? I don't know. I mean, I think that eventually, I would think with something like that, the NBA itself would have to step in. Right, the NBA said it was okay, right? I mean, they they approved the jerseys. They were like, "Yeah, that's we completely, you know, right stand behind their decision to do that." And that's why I'm wondering, you know, how far is it going to go? Because I mean, I don't think that people aren't going to protest here, you know, saying we don't want the Lakers to go because I mean, we just we just finished the three game series there for the Dodgers. But I mean, this law was just or this, whatever they, they're calling it, it was just passed today. Right. So I, I, I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. That is really interesting. I mean, the, today I've been out of the loop entirely as far as news is concerned, so I didn't even know that happened. So I'll be interested to check in on that tomorrow because if it is legitimate, if it was actual legislature, you know, within the county, then it's going to grow legs and it'll be – It'll be on the various sources that I check, you know, in the morning. So uh, we'll have to check in on that for next week's show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know. It's that's it's, something's going to change. You know, I think something. It, there's enough support of the, you know, there's enough opposition of this thing that I think something's going to. They're going to have to change. You know, there's going to be enough people doing boycotts and stuff that it's going to make a difference. You know, it's it's a bullshit law. Well, there's more to, I mean, okay, so obviously there's a lot of nuance that we're blowing over, you know. Right. Um, I know that there's more to it than just what, you know, I, I, I mean, I've read up on it. Well, there's, what I'm trying so, to get at is, okay, so there's more to it on both sides. But on right, the one yeah. end, Arizona's in a pretty tough spot, you know, and, and, as far as, you know, immigration is concerned or illegal immigration. Okay. So, okay. So their backs up against the wall. They got to do something. I'm not saying what they did is right. In fact, what they did in my opinion is wrong, but on the other side of it, it 
there are parts of it that make me, um, I guess, more disappointed and sometimes angry um, than just what is being publicized about the law, which is if you are, you know, if there's a call or if you get pulled over, I mean, there has to be some sort of quote-unquote crime that's being committed or called in in order for the police officer to say, show me your papers. You know, right. so, but that could yeah, but easily be, a... be gotten around. I mean, obviously, you know, oh, well, you got a bus of taillight or you were, you know, you were swerving, whatever. Show me your papers. You know what I mean? There's that. But, but furthermore, you know, along with this bill comes this, this, this silly rule about um, teachers not being allowed to teach English that have an, a heavy accent or a yeah, what the hell is that? ungrammatical accent. Now, this is the one spot where I do think that I have a right to speak, <laughs> you know, and I don't want to get all into it because I don't want to get into lecture Dave, but yeah. that premise is, is profoundly problematic. I just used alliteration. In- well, it's where where you where you draw where do you draw the line? I mean, it's the same thing with the papers too. It's like where do you draw the line? Yeah. What is uh what what constitutes who looks suspicious and who doesn't? Well, you know? that's that's the thing when this when they wrote it into their law and they approved it. Um, she basically said, "Well, we trust our police to use their best judgment," and. That is like saying, you know, okay, I have, you know, a free, or have a, a stand full of, you know, candy and nobody's looking and I'm trusting all of these children not to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, just like, uh, is, <laughs> if I get pulled over, I'm as white as can be. Am I going to get asked for my papers? No. Well, I don't think so. No, you won't. If you got pulled over, you wouldn't. If I got pulled Get over, out of here. and it could, I mean, I, I'm obviously not as full, you know, I'm not fully Mexican, but I, I can look it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. And uh, the unfortunate part of that whole law is that they are putting these decisions to detain people in the hands of police officers. And I don't Judge think that's Dredd. right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's right. I, I don't think that it's fair. And it, I mean, coming from the, where where I live, there's so many. I mean, there's so many areas of California and Southern California that are very. You know, there's a lot of Mexicans. There's probably a lot of illegal people. And you know, I, I understand what their intention is, I guess you could say, but I don't like the way they're going about enforcing it and allowing it to be enforced. Yeah, I mean, we could, it's bullshit we, yeah. to, to be judged on how you look, you know? <laughs> we just like, went from T- the NBA on, on TVS to this, this, this. This is hard-hitting, though. This is important stuff. <laughs> Come to IRLTOS for all your political punditry. <laughs> we'll talk about it for 30 minutes more if we don't cut it off. I, think, right. I think we're in agreement that this is problematic at best. Yeah. Okay.
Go Los Suns. It's bullshit. Which, speaking of, do you think the Suns have any chance to beat the Lakers? No. Oh, uh, I don't... Oh, miss. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I don't really know anything. I'm just a Laker fan. You don't... I don't know. How can you be a fan if you don't know anything? No, I, I've, I've been watching the series. Um, I watched them, you know, kill... Was it... Why? It's late. They just played in Utah, right? The Lakers beat the Jazz, yeah. Yeah. Utah. And I mean, what they've been saying that the Jazz is one of the best teams right now, right? No. They were. I don't. I don't think that they've played like that. I mean, I've seen that as far as commentary is concerned, but yeah, I think we have a good team. But yeah, I think the Lakers have some problems this year that they didn't have last year. But I think overall, I don't know. I can't. I can't say that the. I mean, I think odds are the Lakers are going to win. I think the Suns have a chance. How but. much fun would it be to see a Suns Celtics uh, finals? I think that the, my guess is there's a chance it's going to be Suns Orlando. <laughs> yeah, it's either going. Yeah, I mean, Orlando's been if, just crushing if, people. If, yeah, I think, well, I'll tell you what, I think Boston either wins this next game in Boston, and that's it, they move on, Yeah. or if Cleveland wins in Boston, then Cleveland's going to move on. Right. Even though it'll go to a game seven, I think they'll win two in a row if they win the next one. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let's move right along. Uh, any more hype? Uh, you got any more hype? I didn't even go on my hype. Oh, okay. Oh, are they? Yeah. Uh, well, I finished school tonight. So That's hype. Congrats. It, it's totally hype. I've spent a lot of time doing a lot of work over the past couple of weeks, and um, and it finally has finished out. I've got two of my three grades, and I expect my third grade to be similar to my first two grades. I did well. Whatever. Yeah. I got. I get. Tomorrow, I'm either going to do it tomorrow or Friday. I'm probably not going to go into school tomorrow, but I have I get to move into an office, like oh. my own office, which is kind of, I mean, it's cool and all, but like the 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 amount of excitement that I have about moving into this office is too much. It's it's ridiculous how excited I am to be able to. I'm not even. It's not even going to be my own. It's me and one other guy. There's two. Yeah. There's two computers in the office, but I've spent this whole year in a computer lab that is specifically designated to the 10 of us linguists, you know, that are in the, in the department. So like it is our lab, but it's still, you're in a room with like anywhere from one to five other people at a time. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I got a key tonight. I got the key tonight to my office, even though I'm sharing it, I'm still calling it mine which is hype, but it's sad that I, how excited I am to move into an office that really isn't, you know, it doesn't even have a window, so whatever. Uh, I'm getting married in less than a month now, 29 days. And That's your hype still out, though, right? <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. So, and I got one more hype, which is that in, what, two weeks, bachelor party? Yeah. Which is going to be... I had the summer camp we used to work at. There's going to be about 15 dudes. We're going to play outrageous amounts of disc golf. We're going to grill out. We're going to swim in a lake. We're going to have sword campfires. Fight. Yeah, a lot of sword fights. 
Yeah. <laughs> big, big fucking sausage party. Just a real yeah. big sausage party. A lot of dude sweat, a lot of swimming in the lake, substituting for a shower. And, um, you know, uh, and so that's, uh, I mean, that's my hype. I got a, like a, it's been like, uh, I've been so busy with school that I haven't been able to think about what the summer is bringing. Yeah. And I know that tonight, like I haven't, I mean, I've been thinking about the wedding, obviously, because there's been stuff that's been going on, wedding related, that kind of stuff. However, I'm, I'm tomorrow, like, I don't have anything really to think about other than what's happening in 29 days. And, yeah. uh, and so I'm sure that like the floodgates are going to open of like, just massive amounts of permutations of the way things could go. And, you know, it's not, so, you know, it's not the action, but the waiting for it, you know, that kind of thing that is going to really get into my head. Like, I'm not nervous about the marriage, you know, but like getting married is a whole different thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, we probably don't want to go too far down that road. Well, so. no, there's nothing. I mean, like Mackenzie's told me as well. She's like, I'm getting fucking nervous, yeah. Which yeah. is good to know that I'm not alone in that. You know, <laughs> it's like uh, the only thing I'm nervous about is I'm the best man, and I, I'm, I feel like I do pretty well in the wedding party, but I always have that fear that I'm going to do something and start laughing. <laughs> It's not just that, dude. It's that like this is turned into like a, a like a very like traditional type wedding. You know, right. it's not like we're outside or in like a barn, like real quaint or like sweet scene. We are in a cathedral. Well, I, I I've been in some weddings with a bunch of jackasses before, and this is like the ultimate one because I'm the best man, and you're the person getting married. <laughs> We are the we are usually the jackasses in the wedding where the guys right. getting married are nervous about the fact that they had these two jack legs in their wedding. Right. No, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> we're the ones who nearly fuck it up for other people. Every and now time. we're the ones in the spotlight. And I, I should be more I you know, I, I should take some I should take some solace in the fact that there, it's more of a chance that you're gonna fuck up and start laughing than I will. Exactly. Take comfort in knowing that he, if he, your right hand man is right there with you, so yeah. it's gonna be between the two of you. And and if you do, he's not gonna get mad because he's gonna know exactly why you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's, there's there's a lot of potential for ruinous behavior, we we need to live live uh live podcast it. We, it's set up the, yeah, yeah, right. Just set up a camera at the back of the cathedral there, and yeah, uh, yeah that'll be uh, it'll be interesting. It'll it'll be interesting. I'm interested to know. You know the the um the invitations went out this past week, and I've started oh. to get people. What? Yeah, my the one that came to my house didn't even fit in the mailbox. <laughs> the fucking drop ship that thing. It's fucking huge. It's like a it sheet of paper. On it? Seriously, it's like a sheet of paper, miss. It's giant. It's huge. Where's mine? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, sorry, miss. You, you were sorry, he couldn't he couldn't afford to ship it all the way out there. It's so big. <laughs> they, uh, I've been getting more people emailing or calling or texting me saying how impressive the invitations are. 
And I, I, I'm giving credit to McKenzie. Opulent is what I would... <laughs> he, Joey called me and said, this thing is a tablet. <laughs> yeah, it's like the... Did it come on an iPad? <laughs> yeah, basically. It's it about is, the same it size. It is an iPad, iPad. yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the missing commandments. <laughs> yeah, somebody, they were sitting there tonight. We went out. After we had presentations of our final papers from six to nine tonight, and then we went out uh, to this bar or whatever, and it was uh, it was surprisingly. Uh, I usually brace myself when I commit to going to a bar for anything more than like five minutes, you know, and um, and I guess it's because I'm not used to hanging around adults at a bar. Um, yeah. and it was pleasant. It was a pleasant evening. We were sitting on couches and shit. We weren't even sitting at a bar. You know I mean? Like I won't sit at a bar, but like we were sitting on couches and like somebody like turned to me and was talking to me about the wedding invitation about how like there's like 12 things in it. Like you just keep pulling things out of the envelope and, uh, that there's like even a sheet of paper in there that seems to serve no purpose other than just to protect the... Yeah, I don't know what that shit is for. <laughs> so, right? You, you a have nice to bring that. Don't, for, don't lose it. You have to bring it to the wedding. Yeah, my friend, my friend Nicolette was like, I think I lost mine. Can I just tell you I'm coming? And I was like, uh, no, you gotta bring that to get in the door. You're yeah. uninvited now. Yeah. It has like backpack straps on it so you can carry it to the wedding. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, I'm not I'm not RSVPing by the way. I'm gonna take that stamp off of there and and use it to send a bill in. <laughs> That's what I always do. Oh my gosh, you included stamps. Yeah, you do Are it you with the RSVP. Pre, did you uh you did the priest or the stamping stamped, it yeah. for you? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, like I could you could, you say like you included as if like I played a major role in this, but I gotta be honest that I. I really have been relatively absent from this process. He has no had, idea what they look like. So had you been in charge, everybody would have got e-bites? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> if I would have been, no, it would have been word of Facebook mouth. Facebook invite. It would have been word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a big email of like, half the people wouldn't have been invited because I would have forgotten to put them on there. Uh, that That whole process was really... Intensive. I was a part of the invitation process of like who goes on the list, and I was a part of the photographer selection process. I actually went with Mackenzie and her mom to meet the photographer, and the funny thing was they thought that I was the brother because they never have a groom come meet them before the wedding, which I guess I kind of took that those brownie points and ran with them because like. I just found out the color scheme of the wedding like a week ago, and uh, apparently that's a big no-no. That like I I didn't know that, and uh, but I I got you're I got not supposed the... to know the color scheme. No, I was supposed to know the color scheme like when it was decided. I was supposed to be a part of that. Like, what, uh, there's been a lot of miscommunication. What is it? Don't why why? Come on. <laughs> what is it? There's gonna be some red. And, um, oh, you don't know it. You don't know uh, it. I do know. I do you know. know it. I'd rather be a surprise. You want it to be a surprise? That's the cop out. I know. Right there. No, I know that. You, listen, bullshit. You listen, don't know it. Listen, listen. It's it's a it's a more in depth response to that question because some of the reception is going to have more than one room. So one room is going to be red, and another room is going to be more like, um. 
like orange e and yellowy, I think. And this is so, like, what are you are you having your wedding in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory or something? <laughs> Fuck, there's theme rooms and stuff. You're gonna ride a boat in? There's, well, there's a room where the band is gonna be playing, which is like a banquet hall. And then there's gonna be you could go out of that room into another room, which is like a foyer kind of deal, which is gonna have like and, and then there's like outside by a patio, and um. I think there's a dining room involved as well. I, or maybe there was a decision about whether or not to close off the dining room. I can't remember at the moment, only because I've I've filled my head with some other stuff. And I just now, yeah. you know, so it's, it's run over. The cup has run are over. You, are you guys going to provide maps? <laughs> Sounds... The layout of the place. Yeah, maps at the actual place. No, we're just going to let people find it on their own. Just you wonder, know? It's wonder. like a fun house. Yeah, I've been a part of some other things. I mean, I got the music for the reception. I have um, said yes or no to a few of the items on the menu <laughs> um, for the reception. See, the wedding is at 7.30 in the evening. So the the big question was, okay, and it's a Catholic wedding, so the wedding's going to be like, you know, three hours. Yeah, and so people aren't going to get the reception till 9 o'clock. Well, do you feed them dinner or not? Do you just assume that they ate dinner before the wedding? No. Oh, well, miss, you are, you would go hungry. You have to feed them something. We're not going to get anything to eat? No, 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 no. You better eat before you show up. (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. There's going to be food there. There's going to be food there. It's just not going to be like a dinner. Okay. It's not going to be a sit-down dinner. It's going to be similar to like uh, Josh and Courtney's wedding, where they had like foodstuffs around, you know, but like no, okay. no well, real meal. Uh, Josh however, and Courtney, yeah, it's going to be I, like what? I got a request, okay, because make sure oh. that the the wedding party gets hooked up with with some food. <laughs> at Josh and Courtney's wedding, for some reason, Mikey and I, Moses Mendoza and I, we were both in the wedding. We tried to go eat, and every time we tried to go get something to eat, somebody would push us back into the middle and tell us we had to go dance with our bridesmaid. <laughs> okay? For some reason, Mikey and I were the only two groomsmen that this happened to. Yeah, I was sitting over there by the crab legs. Feasting. Yeah, the rest of y'all are fucking eating steak. I didn't get a piece of steak. I see y'all over there eating steak, and I can't get to it. Every time, seriously, some handler comes up and pushes me back into the middle. Oh, no, 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 no. you have to go. The, the bridesmaid dance is going to happen in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's not. I don't think that'll be the. I don't think it'll be exact. Luckily, I got to gorge myself on crab legs that were the size of my arm. Yeah, event, the, but I missed out on the steak. It was delicious. It was a great spread. But the um the the cool thing for Mackenzie and I is that we will have a separate room. Yeah. With a selection of all the food, just for us. So if you're good, I might give you the oh. key to the room. You, I might let you sneak yeah. in there and get yourself a slider. We're having sliders. Shit. Oh. Yeah. I would think as the best man, you would have to bring him into the room. Listen to you, miss. For sure. Yeah. You are Backing me up. are planting seeds that are going to grow. I'm just trying to make sure that everybody gets fed and it's all good. Everybody's going to get fed. They just may yeah. show up extra hungry if they don't eat them yeah. before they go. You better grab you a burger get... before you head over there. I'm just saying. You better have two burgers. 
catered by by Chili's? Is that what those sliders? <laughs> the place where the new golf course. Yeah. <laughs> the place where business is done. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be all right. It'll be cool. I mean, like I'm really looking forward to the uh, reception. Like I think it'll be a big party. That's I mean that's the impression that Mackenzie and I have, and that's the one we're trying to communicate. That like she's not very like stressed out about it. Whereas there's all she's she's inundated with decisions and all these types of like details to take care of. She's like, I'm not gonna be worried about this. On the day of, like that's not. Yeah, you need to have a good time. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> I've never tasted a drop of alcohol in my life, but I'm gonna fucking get drunk. I'm, gonna... I'm making ass of myself. Choose that night to get drunk and make an ass of myself. Oh, can you please just fly me out so I can live Twitter this entire thing? <laughs> a live tweeter well, yeah, here. I'm gonna be live tweeting. <laughs> not quite. Okay. I probably... Everything. I won't have my phone on me. I think. I think I'm gonna just put it in the car. I don't know. You anyway, bring your phone, Joey. Yeah, you know, I will. He's gonna be well. standing in the corner, just head down, staring at the phone. Joey texts with his uh, with his hands at his waist, so his head is like literally right angle to his body. It's so obvious that he's doing that. Even when he tries not to, he has what? to staring down. Where is this coming from? I'm just saying. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. So anyways, that's my hype. Like, summer's starting, and I'm. it's kicking off with, like, moving into an office and out of the lab, and then having a bachelor party, and then getting married, and then going, you know, on a honeymoon. Where are you going on your honeymoon? <laughs> Antigua. Do you not know that either? No, I do know that. Uh, we're going to Antigua. He's going to Sandals. <laughs> are you going to Sandals? Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> He's going to Sandals with Jan. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know, you, there's not too many times in life when you get 100% justification for being pretty cliched. And it's cliche for a reason, because a lot of people enjoy themselves. Yeah, always- <laughs> this is my office wedding. You're having an office wedding. No. Catered by Chili's. You're going to Sandals. <laughs> I swear, uh, if you dance down the aisle. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to make a Michael Scott speech. <laughs> Before I got it written. Just after one of the two of us says our vows, you'll say, I now pronounce you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Malwich. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be. Are you really going to sandals? Like, yeah, we're going to sandals, Antigua. That's, That's awesome. I want to go to sandals. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. The the one thing you said tonight that's nice. Feeling <laughs> hot, hot, hot. It is. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, man. I want you to take your sunscreen, though. I'm afraid your head's gonna get. Burned. It's gonna be fun. You know, I was I was talking to some people tonight about how I don't necessarily enjoy the beach, and they're like, "Well, why are you going? Why are you going on this honeymoon to the beach?" And I said, "I will do anything to get to spend more time with Mackenzie." And they said that I was, oh, if she wants to go to the beach, and if I go to the beach too, in order to hang out with her, then I will be happy. That's your wife. You're gonna hang out with her forever. <laughs> You're damn right. That's I mean that's the plan. 
That's the plan. Oh. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. I was getting a little choked up earlier when you were talking about it, so I'm excited uh, yeah? for you guys. Yeah, you know me. I cry over everything. And yeah. then he's right, like, I am, he's That's like, what... yeah, we're gonna have the bachelor party with all my friends, and then I get to get married. I was like, oh. I'm pretty excited. I'm not like I'm not even embarrassed, you know, about like how excited I am about it. I, I tell you, there is Mackenzie and I have a little bit of a bet going, that, like, cause like I'm pretty sure she's gonna cry immediately, and she's sure that I'm gonna cry immediately. I'm a crier. Yeah, that that happens. I'm gonna what, and that's what's gonna spark the laughter, Joey, because when I like cry and then get embarrassed about crying, I start to laugh. Yeah. I cover up my crying, and that's going to spawn me. And all you're going to you're going to be standing like behind me. You know, you're not going to be able to see my face to know that that's happening. You're just going to see my shoulders start to shake, and yeah. you're going to know that I'm laughing and that I'm trying not to laugh. And then your shoulders are going to start to shake, and then whoever's standing behind you, they're going to start to shake, and then it's going to be a whole row of dudes in penguin suits laughing. Well, I'm afraid I'm going to cry. Carol, you're both gonna cry. I mean, I'm a crier. I wrote. I already wrote my best man speech. You cried when and, you wrote uh, it, didn't you? And, yeah, and I cried when I wrote it. Oh. I cried at the, I was by the end of it. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> fuck. I didn't realize it. I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I cry. I cry like Charmin commercials and stuff. You know, it's like I've written in my head, um, you know, speeches for like. Like, I've written Nicole's speech when she gets married, and I cry. Yeah. I, I've written it in my head. I mean, like, they're not planning anything, you know, but it's already written in my head because that's what women yeah. do. And I've already cried, so it's. I think it's normal. If you don't cry during your best friend's wedding speech, something's wrong with you. Your heart is black. <laughs> well, I better get the tear factory working. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. excited for you. Well, you know, well, it's definitely yeah. I mean, it's gonna be awesome, and it'll be definitely good. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a good story or two in there for the podcast. I mean, I'm positive that that's gonna be the case. Yeah, my nephew. Let's hope. is in the wedding party, Miss. My nephew's 16. Uh huh. Oh my God, my dog just farted in my face. Apparently, it's time to move on. Oh. Let's not the hype. Let's 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 take That's this. Not the hype. <laughs> let's take this great positive momentum and send it crashing into the ground. Oh, that is disgusting. Well, Miss, did you have any hype? Me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of hyped on your wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's wedding hype. Right. <laughs> that's exciting. All right. Well, it is exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um. Uh, well, not the hype. Groove, you got what you got? I got a bunch of errands to run. That's your not the hype, or you need to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, it's three a.m. No, I okay. I gotta like get a new license plate. It's I gotta deal with like that kind of stuff, like new license plate. Make sure my insurance is proper. Uh, I gotta meet with this cat sitter because we're gonna be gone for two weeks. I'm gonna have a cat sitter come stay at the house, or like come to the house twice a day. Yada yada. I do that kind of stuff. I gotta finish up on the final two groomsmen gifts. I I got uh I'm like ordering each groomsman their own gift from different places. And 
There's yeah. Two guys yet to yet to be finalized. Yeah. It's all the same thing, but it's different for each individual person. Whoa. Whoa. It's like the gift of the Magi. <laughs> it's been a long time since you got to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, call back. <laughs> What's your not the hype? My not the hype is that you've been in class for the past two weeks uh, and you ain't had any time to talk to me. It's so true. <laughs> been neglecting me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I feel bad saying like how, like saying how busy I am, or like having that come across as like a complaint, you know? Because I, when it all comes down to it, I got it pretty good, you know. Yeah. Um, but but you, you've been busy the past two weeks. Fucking a! I wrote a paper for twenty eight hours straight. Yeah. Well, you, you usually when you're busy, I like to annoy the shit out of you, <laughs> and I didn't even really try to annoy the shit out of you this past two weeks because I knew that you were that busy. Well, that's the, that's the biggest load of bullshit I've heard come out of your mouth in months. <laughs> <laughs> that is such bullshit. I didn't. Hear, there were the, the thing is, there's so many more times I wanted to annoy you that I didn't. Well, I, I can't believe. I'm grateful that you did not do any more than you already did. Every single time I was on Gchat or Gmail, while I was trying to type my papers, I, it would just pop up. Joey would say, like, run away. Just just ditch everything right now and run away. What are you doing? Yeah. You should watch. I, just kept, I was like the little devil on your shoulder. I was like, you, come on, you can take a break. You take Go a break. That's, a, that's another approach you would say. Take a break, man. You're working so hard. You deserve a break. You should go home and play video games. Go play some disc golf, man. It was such bullshit. And the thing is, it's like every single time you did it, I thought you were being serious. I thought you were trying to look out for me. And it's not nah. until you know the very end of it that I realized that you were just you were just totally just poking me. Just poking. I was trying poking, to lead you with astray. a miniature trident, just a little red trident poking me at the yeah. shoulder. Fucking bullshit. I was like, oh, that's sweet. He's trying to look out for me, but I really got to do this work. I really gotta do it. And then the last time, what it was, it was last night or this morning. My only response was, "You are not helping." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think I said, "Oh, sorry, I thought I was." Yeah, you said I, uh, I was trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it's been long. I mean, two weeks, and yeah, I wrote. I, I've written more than like I ever have. I just writing, just writing. Just fucking writing stuff. I don't even know if it made sense. I mean, I hope it did. But. Well. <sighs> sometimes you just gotta buckle down. Are we done? No, we got hype still out. Come on, keep oh, going. I'm tired. I'm ready to get to bed. Oh my god, hype still out. Uh. When is this podcast gonna be over? That's what hype still out. I'm still out. Uh, they say that this Mayweather-Pacquiao boxing match is going to happen now. Oh, really? Yeah, and I I, I don't know why, but I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. And hype's still out because I don't know if it's actually going to happen or not, but it looks closer to happening than it did before. Well, we will be sitting together watching that. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna If it that. happens, we will watch it together. My hype's still out. This, you may have seen the picture that I tweeted but you guys follow so many people that you may not noticed it. It may have gotten pushed down. Yeah. But I um 
there's two guys um, at school, and the three of us are a pretty tight nucleus. And um, one guy shaved his – he had a beard. All three of us had a beard, okay, full beard. And one guy shaved his upper lip and shaved his chin. So he has these mutton chops that are fucking huge, okay? So he took the razor and just made one swoop down the middle of his chin. So it's a beard, only no hair on his upper lip and no hair on his chin. And then the other guy shaved his beard into a mustache. And then I shaved just my chin. So uh, my hair comes down my jawline and comes up and connects on my upper lip. And and the original guy, the first guy is the general, second guy is the sheriff, and I'm the admiral. And it is fucking absurd. It is, I look horrible. Like, yeah, there's, you, yeah, yeah. there's no way to get around it. I just, I look horrible. And the, um, the only problem is that I'm not 100% sure my hair is going to grow back by the wedding. Great. <laughs> so the hype's still out in that I hope that I have something that resembles established facial hair by the wedding. <laughs> but what is, what is happening right now? Like, I'm not even sure I can make it another day. The good thing is I don't have to look at myself. I mean, that's the yeah. good thing. But, and also the good thing is Mackenzie's out of town right now. She's at her bachelorette party right now. But uh, oh. it's pretty horrible. It's pretty horrible. So that's it. You can What's see her right bachelorette there. party. She's going to Orlando. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I don't exactly know what uh, they're doing there. You want to know and don't ever ask. I'm not. Hey, easy, easy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm not trying to boss you around. I'm just trying to give you a tip for the future. When that day comes, you get curious. What happened on your bachelorette party? You just don't. Ever yeah, want just to ask leave that, that one alone. Mm-hmm. Never. Not even fifty years from now. You just pretended that it just didn't happen. Yeah, I um. I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not really that kind of type that has to know. So I'm I not really think worried that about that. Kind of type where you would have to worry about it. So I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's that. That's my hype still out. I have ridiculous facial hair. Looks horrible. All right. What have you been surfing? Oh. <laughs> I I watched that Betty White on Saturday Night Live. I was going to ask you, have you watched the last three episodes of Saturday Night Live? We'll start with the Betty White one, but have you seen the two before that? I saw bits and pieces of the other two, but the I, last... saw, I saw all the Betty White one. Betty White was hilarious. She had she's great comedic timing, even at 88 years old. What did you think about it? Do you see it, Miss? Miss. Are you asking me? Yeah, did you see the Betty White on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I watched it, um, I was out that night, but I watched it on Hulu, and yeah. it, like, cut half of it off. Oh, and really? I needed to see all of it, so what I did see, I liked. I yeah. thought the the muffin one was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. I thought it was pretty funny. So. What, uh, what did you think of, um, of Jay-Z? Uh, I I didn't really like the whole mashup of all of his hits. Yeah, it seemed like a little bit like Jay Z on Ice. 
Yeah. You know? You know, the Jay-Z laser show or something? Yeah. But, um, it was okay. I mean, he did alright. Okay. I There's, apparently, people were like, some people did, like, it, it kind of was kind of polarizing. Some people thought he, he did way too much. Like what? I think I think it was too many songs. I I I think that I would have rather just seen him do two songs rather than that whole mashup thing. But I mean, I thought he did a good job on what he did. You know, I thought his delivery was alright and everything. So I don't know. Of Saturday Night Live have been like the best three episodes in recent memory. Yeah, uh, they put to shame anybody that says, "Oh, it's not nearly as good as it used to be." That's bullshit. All they remember is sketches and characters. They don't remember mm-hmm. full episodes. And these past three episodes have been like one sketch after another really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was good. Buddy White's good. Apparently there was like a Facebook movement to get her to host. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Great. I think it was wow. uh, like a group. Yeah, right? it was a Facebook group, and they, yeah. Okay. Hey, what is that? Oh, your, hey, what's that? Uh, your tweet photo page popped up an ad for eHarmony.com. Uh, so you get in those pictures. I was just trying to email them to you. Okay, never mind. Well, I so... Uh, because I listened to Bill Simmons' podcast, right, the BS Report. Mm-hmm. Last time they did a reality te- sh- reality television episode, they they talked a lot about the real world road rules challenge, fresh meat too. Yeah. And so I went back and I watched the first three episodes of it. That's that's what I've been surfing. Yeah. I recommend it. I don't recommend it as much as Survivor. But you can come in on this real world road rules challenge and like not have to have any context. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. I watched some of that sometime. I haven't watched the past couple few, but I mean, uh, I watched, watched it when I was like in high school, and like yeah. some of those people are still on there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, made like, this is their there. job. They go yeah. around like David Brent after the uh, season, and they just do club appearances. Yeah. So. Oh, God. Okay. Thanks for listening to this shitty podcast. Dead air. <laughs> What's it, Miss, you got anything else? I want One more not the hype. Oh, God. I thought I was finally going to go get to see the Oatmeal Conspiracy. And you didn't get to. It was Tuesday night. My paper was due today. Today's Wednesday, right? And I had done so much work because I was like, by God, I'm getting out there because I'm sure Mitchell has it in his head now. Feel like I, you know, that I'm an asshole or that I'm like talking shit, that I like the band, but I really don't. And I tried my damnedest to get out there and go see them. I couldn't go do it. I I didn't finish my paper until like 11 o'clock this afternoon or this morning. Yeah. Well, uh, Speaking of the oatmeal conspiracy, they got a hype outro music for us this time. So, did you? Did you? Have you listened to it? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's so good, we, right? What? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So thanks to them for that, and thanks Kevin, thanks uh, Miss, thanks us, everybody else, thanks me, thanks me. 
Um, Get a hold of us at uh, IOLTOS.com, IOLTOS.com, Twitter, at IOLTOS, or you can email us, IOLTOS at gmail.com. Send us any requests, questions, or suggestions for discussion topics. And we're out. You just enjoyed another episode. I only like the old stuff. We'll see you next time. Have a good night.